When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter. UCMiracles.com. Today is Tuesday, September the 19th. Uh, yesterday, Mike Vrabel press conference was, I mean, pretty uneventful, which is good because normally we are, you know, parsing an injury uh, from the prior game. And I think the Titans came out of this game pretty healthy. Um, Chickaconquo, it, it turned out it was a rib injury that he had on Sunday. We were at the game and he was, we were, I mean, we were the third level, but, but, but he got hurt on the side that we were on. And when he went down, he was like banging his foot. I, I thought it might be kind of bad, but then he came back very quickly. Turns out he took a shot to the ribs, put on a, you know, flak jacket or whatever, and was able to get back out there. So that was really the only thing that I noticed where a guy went out in the game on Sunday. Uh, Vrabel was asked about, you know, Amani Hooker and Christian Fulton. And of course, when Vrabel's asked about that on Monday, he's going to say, well, we'll have to see where they are on Wednesday. Um, you know, with Hooker, it's just a matter of clearing the concussion protocol. So uh, we'll keep an eye on where he is in the steps there this week. And then with Christian Fulton, I mean, you hate to say it, but if he comes back, you're just holding your breath until he hurts the hamstring again. I mean, that, that's kind of the deal. Uh, Vrabel did mention that Caleb Farley has been back in the building rehabbing, um, said that he's, you know, handling everything fairly well. I mean, that guy has obviously had a lot go on as far as, like, injuries that he's suffered. But then with the thing that happened at his house and his dad dying, I mean, you know, obviously he's got a, bigger things in football going on. Um, but I would imagine for him it's probably good to get back and, and get back in kind of the routine in some sense of normalcy. Um, to try to, you know, move on with that, plus, you know, continue with his football career. So, um, anyway, I don't know what they, they – I mean, there's no timetable or, or whatever for him, but um, good to at least know that he's back here. And and Rabel said, but, you know, by all accounts, doing well. So, I mean, obviously you're happy to hear that. Uh, you also talked about Dylan Radins. Dylan Radins, you know, came in and played left guard uh, and was good, uh, you know, graded out pretty well according to PFF and – you know, for whatever reason, it's been hard for Radians to get on the field. But when he's gotten on the field, he's been pretty good. 
So, again, we don't know what the deal is exactly with Peter Skronsky. Um, I think there was some rumor of a, of a procedure or something with his appendix. Again, there's not real, there's not really a clear indication of what's going on there. So, as the as this week comes along, we'll get more clarity there. But to know that Dylan Radin's filled in well um, is a good thing. Chris Hubbard graded out well for the second straight week. And so, I mean, you know, it's two weeks. There, there's a long way to go here. But at this point, I would say it's not a it's not a guarantee that NPF gets that job back when he comes back from his suspension. Because, I mean, he was okay last year. He wasn't great. Hubbard's been really good uh, in two weeks. So we'll see how that continues to play out. And again, like it doesn't, I just, it would be nice to have a competition there and to have two guys that were worth playing. Um, because then if you have an if you have an injury on the other side, I mean, whatever, like having offensive line depth is something that this team has needed. Well, they've needed starters, but then especially depth. So good that he um, good that Hubbard has played well. And like I said, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, big news last night. If you were watching the Browns on Monday Night Football, the Titans play this coming week. Uh, Nick Chubb got a nasty knee injury. Um, and, and, you know, listen, I mean, obviously not having Nick Chubb. This week makes the Browns not as good of a football team, but I mean, you just you hate to see it. I mean, first of all, it's the same knee that he tore up in college, and if you remember that injury in college, um, it was it was when Georgia was playing Tennessee, and I, I think I read last night Schefter said the the college one was like dislocated knee, ACL, MCL, LCL, cartilage. I mean, all the things, and so it's the same knee again, and you just hate it because Chubb's a really good player. Um, by all accounts, a, a good guy. Like all the people that were covering him last night, talking about you know how much they just enjoy uh, covering him. So you you hate to see that for a guy um, when who has who has been really good and is you know one of the best running backs in the league. Um, and it, you know it just again it's um I mean you know it, it's 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 tough out there for running backs for a lot of reasons. So um, anyway, hope hopefully his recovery. I mean, who knows? But hopefully, you know, he'll be able to, to get whatever surgery he needs. I'm, I'm sure they'll do an MRI today, have a better indication of really everything that's going on there. So um, just, you know, best wishes to him as he gets back. But obviously the Titans won't see him uh, when they play the Browns in week three. Uh, one more thing. If you follow Superhorn on Twitter, um, which you should if you don't, he did a really good film breakdown of the Titans offense on Sunday. And really, um, you know, a lot on Tannehill. Tannehill had some really good plays. He missed some stuff as well. And I would just say that, and I wrote this last night at Museum Miracles, but the Titans need Tannehill to, to be a average to above average quarterback. They don't need him to be a top five guy. That's not how this offense is built. They need him to, to be serviceable, to be efficient, they need to call good plays for him, which they did. Used a lot of play action on Sunday. And just need him to hit some throws. And that's what he did. I mean, we talked about it. He hit the throw to Burks. He hit the throw to Chris Moore. Um, you know, had, had a couple other big throws as well. But that was the difference. I mean, obviously, he turned the ball over three times in New Orleans. And he can't do that, period. Um, because you're not you're not even a, an average guy or above average guy if you turn the ball three turn the ball over three times. But they just need him to hit the, hit the throws that are there. And he did that on Sunday, and the Titans were able to win. This team is a good enough team to hang around, especially in this division, which, again, I don't think is very good. I don't, I don't think the Jaguars are as good as people think that they are. Um, I, I think nine or ten wins is probably going to win the division. 
Um, the Titans have the defense and the at least some of the things, some of the ingredients on offense to be a nine or ten win team. They can't do it if Ryan Tannehill is not at least a, a league average quarterback. And he was on Sunday. He was better than that. And you saw that, and it was enough for them to win. So if we can continue to see that development, again, I think he's going to continue to trust things more in the offense with his with his ankles and all that stuff, with the ankle that was hurt last year, all those things. Um, I think as, as he continues to feel better from that, we're still going to see some games where he does some dumb stuff and turns the ball over. That's who he is. That That's not going to change. But, again, overall, played really well on Sunday. If they can get that play from him, they're going to win more games than they're going to lose, and that's going to be enough for them to be there at the end. So, anyway, that's kind of all for today. Obviously, kind of a light news day on Mondays. Um, just Mike Rebel's press conference, and again, like not having to get a, a big assessment of an injury that happened on Sunday was a great thing. Um, hopefully, that will continue throughout this season because it's been tough for the team to do that over the last couple of years. And then, you know, after Week One, we had Fulton and Hooker uh, that we, that we both knew were, were probably unlikely to play in the coming weeks. So, looks good for everybody that was there this past Sunday, and then maybe they can get one or two of of, of Hooker and, and Fulton back. So. Anyway, that'll do it for today. Uh, be sure and check out MusicMiracles.com for everything newsworthy that you need to know. We will have it there. Again, Twitter at JMorrisMCM. This is Home Run Throwback. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.